Figures from the Government Accountability Office show a 12% drop in the number of contracting protests in fiscal 22 relative to the year before. Protests are down 40% since 2018. What does it all mean? Well, my next guest says the protests that do happen still have a lot of impact. Federal sales and marketing consultant Larry Allen joins me now. And so is this good news or bad news that the protests are dropping, Larry? Tom, I think there's a little bit of good news and bad news for everybody there. There's a little something for everyone in these reports. The good news is that the total number of protests is down and continues to shrink. That reflects, I think, a robust federal market. Usually you have a lot of protests if companies aren't confident that there will be a lot of new opportunities that they can bid on. That is, if the overall federal contract spending is down, people will protest more about whatever spending there is to allocate. Conversely, if the federal market is growing and is robust, companies are less likely to protest a specific opportunity with the idea that there'll be another opportunity coming right down the pike after it. So in terms of specific pieces of business, you've seen protests go down. However, in terms of these larger IDIQ contracts, I would suggest that the number of solicitation-based protests has probably actually gone up. And here we're talking about contracts like GSA's Polaris program, NIH's CISP4, several others. These are high-stakes contracts that particularly small businesses really want to get on, and why not? If you're a small business, you do better as a percentage on an IDIQ contract than you do selling through the open market. So you really want to make sure you get on that contract. Unfortunately, that's where we're still seeing a substantial amount of protest activity, Tom, and that's really slowing things down. And if you look at the GSA strategy for a couple of those big upcoming GWACs, one of the things they're adding, which I don't think we've seen before, is regularized on-ramps so that people that don't make the initial roster of vendors will have a chance next year and the year after. These things run for five, six, seven, ten years. So that ability to get on later, if you don't get on this time, could that perhaps reduce protests in the future, do you think? Well, that's just one reason why GSA is taking that approach, Tom, the idea that, hey, If you're not on today, you don't need to protest and hold up the program. You'll get a chance to probably bid again in another 18 to 24 months. You know, the other reason they're doing that is to make sure they keep technology and solutions fresh. But certainly reducing the risk of a protest is part of their thinking. Also, I think one of the things GSA is contemplating doing is doing away with a couple of contracts with contract level pricing. Uh, So that's one less thing to negotiate or have to prove at the contract level, Tom. Uh, Yeah, it's not coming to the schedules program, I want to emphasize, but it is being uh, discussed seriously for a couple of other GSA contract methods. So I think the idea is that GSA would like to get these contracts in place, get them in place in a timely manner. And in order to do that, you have to, you're never going to get a protest proof procurement, but you can try your best to put out a protest-resistant one. And in the general area, then, the protests are dropping. That seems to be, then, in the full and open regular contract awards that agencies do outside of using these big vehicles. That's true. But even inside those numbers, Tom, there's something neat. And that is that protesters get something that they want a little over 50% of the time, And that number has been reasonably consistent for the last several years now. 
What that means is you don't automatically get a sustain of your protest. In fact, the overall sustain rate dropped again, and I think it's down near about 12% now. But what that does mean is that you've got a 50-50 chance of an agency taking some remedial action if you file a protest at GAO that has some sort of merit to it. So what that really gives you as the protesting contractor is the opportunity to bid again another day for that piece of business. And if you've been spending months or years of capture time and capture dollars, it might make sense for you to file that type of a protest because that's pennies on the dollar for what you're already invested in, in that particular area. And if you do have a fairly quick resolution where the agency pulls something back, they're going to revise the procurement, give you and, and others another chance to bid again when you've already seen some of it before, so you have, should have a better idea of how to respond. If, you, if they don't settle, if the agency doesn't take remedial action, then you're going to have a very high bar at GAO to prove your case. We're speaking with Larry Allen, president of Allen Federal Business Partners, and I want to ask you about something where you're really weighing into controversial territory, and that is urging the return of in-person meetings and the importance of getting away from some of this virtual stuff in order to reach the government and convince them that this is a vendor you should consider. Uh, Tell us more about your thinking there. Tom, this article comes not just from my personal experience, but from discussions I've had with other people in industry and, frankly, even some people in government. Uh, I know that you and others were up recently in Hershey, Pennsylvania for the ELC conference. That was a tremendous opportunity to meet with the technology world in a one-on-one basis or at least an in-person basis. I'm sure there were some one-on-one meetings that took place there. But even if you're having a smaller meeting when it's just your company or maybe you and somebody in a federal agency or another contractor that you want to team with, undeniably, everybody's recent experience, Tom, shows that that in-person meeting gives you the opportunity to make a different level of connection than if you're on Zoom or on another virtual platform. Those platforms get stuff done, make no mistake about it. You can do a lot more virtual meetings in a day than real ones, but there's a definite benefit. We are not virtual people, Tom. We are real people, at least most of us. So if you're a real person, you want to go out and have another actual meeting with another real person or real group of people, uh, because you never know. You may end up going down a discussion line that wasn't originally on your mind or originally on the agenda for the meeting that could be really beneficial for you or your contact. You could end up walking down the halls of the, not the office building, but the the Starbucks if you're meeting there and see somebody else from the agency that you really wanted to talk to. You're never going to get that opportunity on a virtual platform. So I'm advocating that people get out that they try to set up these meetings. You may not be able to get into a federal office building, but you may be able to go next door to that federal office building. Or maybe your point of contact is working remote and they're only 20 minutes from where you are. Pick a place in the midpoint. And preferably not someone's dining room. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But pick something that's at a midpoint in a public place and it's just tremendous. I think you'll, if you, if people go out and do that, I think they'll see what I've seen, Tom, and that is 
there's just a whole nother level to being in front of a person in a business discussion. Yeah, well, I think you're right, but I think it's going to be it's going to take some getting over reluctance on the part of government maybe to get back into those offices, but maybe the contracting officers and program managers will. They understand that also. And a final question, the votes are being counted later on as we speak, being cast as we speak, and should the House or the Senate or both or who knows what'll happen, switch party majorities? big changes in defense spending could come. I think you're going to see changes in defense spending, Tom, perhaps as early as later this fiscal year. We're going to have appropriations, it looks like now, decided by the next Congress. That next Congress is going to have a substantially different makeup than the current one. There's a very good chance that today's uh, tallies will bring different party control for at least one chamber. And that's going to lead to a whole new group of people who have different ideas than the folks that have drawn up the appropriations so far this year. It's also going to result in delays. But I think, you know, we should expect to see Congress always imposes its will on defense spending to a certain amount, Tom. But I think we should expect to see that even a little bit more than usual this coming winter and early spring. Larry Allen is president of Allen Federal Business Partners. As always, thanks so much. Tom, thank you very much, and I wish your listeners happy selling. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Reconnect with a carpool or van pool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing guaranteed ride home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday.